to season two, episode 16 of our podcast series, a podcast that inspires and educates through the sharing of real life experiences. With me today is Adako Ikutun. Adako is a coach and a motivational speaker joining us remotely from Maryland. Today, she'll be sharing with us live experiences of her boarding school back in the days and the lessons learned amongst others. Hi, Sheila. Thank you so much for having me. Such a pleasure to be here. We are delighted to have you. Thank you. Great. But before we go in, I'd like to talk about what I'm wearing. So if you remember, um, what I'm wearing is from, I think, episode 13, where we had Chad. Chad was the gentleman who had come in to talk about hip hop and how he uses hip hop to save life. He also talked about the fact that he has a a program running for children to be able to visit their parents, children who have their parents incarcerated to be able to visit their parents in the prison. So the project was to fund that travel. And I promised that I was going to get three t-shirts from him as a way of supporting his project. So my t-shirt is in. And this is it. He said it was BB fly, which meant that black babies fly. So um, don't forget, visit his website and patronize these t-shirts so that we can get a lot of these children to go back to their parents and bond with them. And don't forget to think to us that you'd um, try as much as possible to post um, these videos, the links, put it on your timelines and then on your status, just share it, let the message reach far and wide because you are trying to educate people as much as possible. I think the things you're talking about on this platform needs to be heard. And the only way we can get the message across is when we keep sharing and sharing and sharing for people to hear what we are talking about. So back to what we are talking about today. Adako, sorry for that. And then welcome again to Podcast with Sheila. Yay, Sheila. Thank you. It's such, I mean, that is such a good cause. And when you think about just children, that have families that are incarcerated, incarcerated, that that's just something that is very heartfelt. And I I think I personally, I will definitely support that cause. So thank you for sharing that. That's really good. Just putting that awareness and just letting people know that these children need to be remembered. Um, Yeah, because sometimes they can be left alone. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I think that story was really touching I'll put the link to the website where you can purchase the t-shirts somewhere around this um, episode. So just look for the link. You can click on it and then go and get yourself a t-shirt or two just to support the course. Yeah. So Adaka, what would your favorite quote be? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Especially someone who lives with affirmations and motivational stuff. Um, one of the things, one of the quotes that I came across, I can't even remember who, who said it, but that this one stuck with me for so long. And it says, grow your faith and your fears begin to get smaller. Great. So when you Great. grow your faith, the more, I'm, I'm a Christian um, blogger, Christian lifestyle creator. So uh, a coach, I feel like, you know, the more you have faith that we, I feel like every day you wake up, you're living in some type of fear and doubt, and you just don't know which angle, where to even be, where, what to even begin to do and things like that. But I always tell myself, you know, just have faith. Um, No matter what, when you wake up, just have faith. And the more your faith gets bigger, 
your fears are getting smaller. smaller. You, wow. you feel like you can move mountains. You can, uh, if someone says you can't do this today, you, you can be like, no, I can do things. I can definitely do this. So um, I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I exactly. like that as well. So yeah, grow your faith and your fears will begin to get smaller. smaller. Great. That's a powerful one there. Um, let's let's get to know more about you. So what was life like growing up in Nigeria? Because you're originally from Nigeria and then you're currently in Maryland. Of course. Yes, yes. My gosh. Um, I have I left Nigeria when I was 12, thir- t- turning 13 um, years old. I actually went to secondary school in Nigeria, okay. but I did not finish. I went to Federal Girls Aware. So I don't know a lot of my Fetty girls out there. Okay. <laughs> That um, went to Federal Girls, but I, I life life in Nigeria was, I would say it was an adventurous life. I still talk about it to today. I mean, I've been here over, uh, my goodness, I've been here over in United States for over fifteen years, okay. uh, going to twenty. So, I just I feel like my life has been in both worlds. I've learned so much from Nigeria and I've learned a lot here, but the life that I learned when I was in Nigeria shaped me to be where I am here today. Um, living in boarding school and uh, just growing up with my family. Um, it, we were just, oh, we just had so much freedom to live life and just be free and do what you wanna do and be a kid, you know? But I, it was so adventurous for me I cherished every moment, every friendship and relationships that I established over there. I talk about it. I love the food. I love the culture. I still speak my language very fluently. I am Igbo, for those of you who don't know. I'm Igbo, and I know my language. I know the culture very, very well. So, you know, a lot of times people think I don't understand, but I do understand, and I speak very well. Um, my language, um, which is so funny. I'm, I'm currently teaching my kids how to speak Igbo. But um, I, it, that's, I just feel like it's a, it's a big part of me that I would never forget where I come from. I, I would never forget that. So, yeah. Wait, I want us to go a bit in depth. If you talk yeah. about um, lifestyle in Nigeria shaped you, how did it shape you? What exactly are you talking about? Got it. So when I when I say it shaped me to be um, who I am today, the discipline. So um, if you want me to go into like in depth as far as like my boarding yeah. school yeah. life experiences, I can do that yeah. because um, oh my goodness, going into boarding school at the age of eight years old or so, I um, just a kid going into leaving your parents behind and going to boarding school where you don't see your parents, you don't see your your family members at all, only on visiting days. Um, you come in and they visit you like maybe once in how many months and then you go back and they, they leave and then you're there. So as a kid, I had to learn to be a woman, okay. to be the type of woman that I see myself being um, because I know my mom and dad are not there with me. So having that structured lifestyle shaped me so much to be who I am today. Um, 
discipline. Gosh, you wake up in the morning, you make your bed, you, you know, you iron your clothes and everything is very structured. Like from the moment you wake up till you go to bed, you're, you, you're so disciplined and you're still going to school and you have to do well in class. Oh my, I mean, can I talk about when I have, I had exams and I had, um, uh, just tests and things, um, it just, you know, challenges, you know, I just had to face that. I had to face those challenges. I had to face those struggles knowing that I don't have anyone with me. I relied on, of course, um, you know, friends are there to help you. But at the same time, I, I also had seniors that I served. I served seniors and they, they expected some type of uh, you know, they had a different expectation for me, you know, to be who I needed to be for them. You know, I, you okay. know, like for those who have never been to boarding school, you get assigned to serve someone and whatever it is they tell you to do, that's what you do. So like fetching of water, ironing their clothes, getting things in order, um, cleaning their shoes, all that stuff. You learn to serve others and also serve yourself. Like exactly. and also know how to serve yourself. And I feel like right now, um, serving is not a problem for me. I can serve in any way, even in my church. I can clean toilets. I can do anything. Like it humbled me to the core. Like it, no matter where, you find yourself, you, you still have to understand that you can be like, you, you can humble yourself in a, a, a way that, um, you know, like you get to understand someone's level where, where they are coming from. So I did, to me personally, I think I learned so much, um, even learning to fend for yourself when you don't have okay. food, how can you find food? How can you survive survival of the fittest how can you survive um feeding yourself you, you you do have your parents bring you food in those visiting days but at the same time sometimes those foods don't last forever they don't last you long so you learn to manage with what you have you learn to you learn to be content with what you have and that's why even right now no matter where I've come from, no matter the struggles and just life experiences, even if I've been through struggles and I've had a lot. So I, I can balance it that I don't have to feel like I don't appreciate where I come from. Um, I've come from places of lack and I've come from places of having a lot. So I know how to manage and, and you know, uh, I don't always have to have it all. You know, and that's because of those experiences that I've I've had in boarding school, and just dealing with um, people's personalities. There's so many, and this was an all women's college, all women's yeah. secondary school, yeah. dealing with so many women and just what their what their struggles are, and just sharing stories from different backgrounds because you you guys are all from different backgrounds and you find yourself in one place so i've also learned to work with people from different backgrounds different ethnicity different um you know i'm Igbo. i met houses i met from different tribes i met yorubas i met so many other people all in one place and that has really shaped me 
to work even in the working environment, I know how to deal with people and their different personalities. So, you know, I could say so much, um, and it just shapes me as well to cultivate those um, characters to my children, especially my daughter. She loves to be in the kitchen. She loves to be, um, I love to show her things that I know from a young, young age. I started watching my, my siblings at the, we're five all together. So I'm the first girl. And I started watching my siblings at the, at a young age. So it was like responsibilities were on me at a very young age. And I'm so grateful that I was like, my parents opened that door for me to learn the things that I've learned when I was young and just being a woman, you know, just learning to love yourself, learning to be confident in who you are, learning to walk boldly and to know that no matter what is happening yeah, there, you Let's are talk beautiful. about women who have had children and they okay. let themselves go or they've oh gotten married God. and they don't take care of themselves. Their personal hygiene, everything else has gone down the drain. They can't be bothered about the way they look because they are too busy with their children. Let's talk about that because I believe it cannot be the case. Wow. I, uh, so one of the things that I love, I do is styling. So I, okay. I'm a, a stylist and I style women, um, you know, just wh whether they're going to an event or they mm -hmm. want their closet revamped or they just oh. need help to, in terms of like figuring out which outfit to wear, how to look or what color looks good on them and things like that. So I help this women now. And, uh, you know, because a lot of times people, when they see me, they always tell me, and that's what made me do, just start that. And people always tell me, man, Adaku, like, you don't even look like you have kids or you yeah. don't carry yourself so well and, you know, how you dress and things like that. I, I, I'm, like I said, I've always been a fashionable person. That's just from a young age. So that has, I've carried that along with me that it, it is, I can go to my closet, something that I've had for seven years, five years, whatever. I'll put things together and yeah, you don't even know that it's been that long. Yeah. So it's not about like shopping and shopping. I don't even, I barely go shopping a lot. It's just putting things together. So a lot of times women, especially moms, you give birth, you forget yourself. You no longer care about your body and i feel like your body is still important okay don't forget that you you love yourself before these kids so continue to love yourself continue to carry yourself in a way that years to come you look back and say yeah girl i look good i look okay. i know i look great even if no one tells you that you that that's our confidence level uh you know i wasn't like this before i used to be so shy and so i my mom would say that i had inferiority complex where i had like oh my goodness they made fun of me in in boarding school like my calves i had big calves and um this this that oh they will make fun of me and call me names and i never wore shorts i never wore shorts for a long time until my coach in a, in the track and field um, told me like, what are you, why don't you wear shorts? It will be hot summer. Sheila, and I will not wear shorts because mm -hmm. of something that people have told me. So I began to tell my, I began to self-motivate myself. And I said, no, this is not who God wants you to be. You're not gonna be hidden 
in this body for so long when since when are you going to keep being this and i said i'm going to do that and i'm going to start advocating for moms to be confident in who they are um you know because your kids will watch how you carry yourself okay. and that's how they begin to carry themselves so i said you know what i have girls i have two girls I'm going to keep myself in other. I, I'm married. So I need to still keep looking fly and look good. Yeah. And yeah. I began to change my mindset. You know, you got to change your message, your mindset, the way you think. And I began to look at myself and no longer take, putting myself down. I began to stop taking myself higher. Like, you are important. You are beautifully and wonderfully made. You are somebody in life. God created you and called you this. You, you know, do you know who you are? You were, you know, so I started talking to myself like, yeah, you are somebody in life. Like you're smart Like you know, oh my goodness. So I, I, and when I, when I started saying those things to myself and I wake up and I look at myself in the mirror and I'll say who I'm going to be in life. I'm going to go places. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And that's how I started shaping my mind. And I started shaping my mind and I started carrying myself like that. I started walking confidently, not in an arrogant way, but I walk myself in a poised way that you would know that, yes, this girl carries herself in a different way. And I want to help all the moms. All the moms, I, I, I'm so serious. If I can travel all over the world and just talk to moms and tell them, listen, this person, how you're dressing and how you're looking, even when I was pregnant, Sheila, don't get me started. I still wear my heels. If I, I saw I the picture. Oh, I, I, like, Sheila, I saw the picture. I, I, I will wear my heels. I like, you can't tell me nothing because that is me. And it's not for anybody. Like I said, when I walked out of the house, I know what I look like. So it's yeah. not for anybody to even compliment me. I yeah. just know that when I walk out, I know that I look good. So I will carry myself like that. And even since, even after uh, kids, I still, I will go to the gym. I will, even if I don't have time to go to the gym, I will do little push-ups in the house, like just little things that will get myself going, you know? And people will be like, man, you don't need to exercise. And I will look at myself in the mirror and say, no, you need to exercise. You need to put, um, you know, do some things that will put your stomach in, some yeah. little, um, you know, push-ups and things like yeah. that. So. There are some things that I told myself that I will look like this, you know, when I'm 40, when I'm 50. That's how I want to look. Not for anybody. I want to look like that when I'm 50. So for me to be that, I need to start now to get myself into that, what that to get myself prepared mentally, exactly. physically, emotionally. What I eat makes a difference. You can't just be talking about, I need to look this way, I need to look this way, and you don't put the right things in your stomach. So... Now, genetically, if you don't have a skinny body, don't try to do something to make yourself skinny. No, yeah, I never yeah. wanted to do that. Then if you, but it's just being healthy. Being healthy makes a difference and you can do so much just to be healthy and being healthy makes you very confident because the moment you put the right things in your body, the moment you know that your, your body, your skin looks good, you're that basically changes your, yourself you're like oh i know that you know i feel great you know how people say man i ate this and i feel great i feel yeah. good today yeah that yeah. you ought to be feeling good a lot of the times yeah. 
And don't expect people to make you feel good. Make yourself feel good first. Love yourself first before you want to love anybody else. Exactly. Of course, you expect people to love you. So, yeah, I definitely push for moms to carry themselves in a way that they want other people to see them. You better see yourself in a way you want other people to see you, mm-hmm. because you can't look at yourself in a disgusting way and you want people to look look at you and respect you. No, like you have to re- like in a Nigeria, like respect yourself. You better respect <laughs> yourself. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, how, that's how I feel. You need to respect your body. Like, yeah. I think that looking good is a conscious effort, really. Because sometimes yeah. when you talk to some of the women or the mothers, they say, I don't have time. I don't have time. When yeah. I wake up in the morning, I have to do this, I have to do that, I have to do that. But if you want to look good, you make time for it. Let me tell you, Sheila, something that someone, I've known this before, and someone told me this recently. And the person said this. She, he said, and this was about like going to the gym, and this is my um, my brother-in-law, actually. Mm. It's about going to the gym and um, making our time to go to the gym because every time we're always giving excuses, mm-hmm. man, I don't have time to go to the gym with you. This is that. He said this. And I've known this before, but when he mm-hmm. said this a couple of weeks ago, I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. He said, you make our time for what you want. Exactly. And that is so true. It's a simple thing that we know. It's the truth. You make our time for what you want in life. If you want success, you make our time for success. If you want a confident, if you want to look confident and carry yourself in a good, in a way that, you know, people will come out and be like, what? Mm -hmm. You make our time for that. You want to go to the gym? You make our time for that. You want to eat things right? You make our time for that. It's like you have to prioritize your your schedule every day for you to figure out how you how your life is gonna go yes life throws you and sometimes the things that life throws you don't even expect it but Mm -hmm. at least come ready like come ready come prepared exactly a lot of successful people are they're prepared they know what they want to do in years to come tomorrow they already know what they want to do so you know that it's just a, like you said, it's a conscious thing. It's, it's, it's from your mind. Exactly. Like, it's not about how other people, it's just how they carry themselves. You can buy the most expensive clothes and it will not look good on you. It's true. Because the way you carry yourself, you're like, so you wear something, so, uh, you know, an expensive clothes, but you're so shy. You, exactly. The way you're walking, you're like, yeah. you, you're not even yeah. proud of how, you, how you're walking with that. Yeah. You know, whereas yeah, someone yeah. who went to the thrift store and yeah. or went to a consignment store and they bought a, a cheap out, outfit, but the way they wear this stuff, she like, they're in your face. They're yeah. like, girl, <laughs> say who? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. You're, you're like looking at yourself. So it's just about how you carry yourself. And, and that's just, you know, same, same thing with makeup. I tell people, same thing with your skin. You know, you, you just, you got to know what works for you. Not what exactly. works for everybody else. What is it that is working for you? Not what is working for A, B, C, and D. What is working for you? Because you are not me and I'm not you. Exactly. So whatever is working for me might not work for you. That's true. That's true. I think we've said a lot of things today. <laughs> and for the women out there, trust me. Trust me, the men are watching They'll tell you they are not, they are watching. So if you want to keep them, you have to look good. 
very simple things, you know, very, very simple things. And I think that as every woman, you should be able to be handy, you know, like your hair, a few things like that, so that you don't have to always go to the saloon that is so expensive. Basic things, you should be able to do it so that you're always tidy and looking good. My little girl, just this evening before I came on set, and I had dressed up like this, and I always put them to bed early because uh-huh. I don't want them coming in. And say, Whoa, uh-huh. mom, you look delicious. <laughs> then she's like, give me a kiss, give me a kiss, I'll rub some of your lipstick over <laughs> You know? And when she, when I, when I look nice, I see that when I look nice, she's proud of it. Yes. And then she tells, that is my mom. You see, she likes to show me off like that. Mm-hmm. And I used to be like that when I was growing up. I used to show my mom off, especially I said I went to the boarding school. So when my mom was taking me to school and she takes me to the bus terminal and my friends are there, my mom is looking good. And, is that your mom? I said, yeah, that's my mom. You see, but so if you're not looking, imagine if you're not looking good. Mm-hmm. How are these children feeling around you and around their friends? And oh, if you're not feeling, you looking good, smelling good. And all of that. So I think that it beholds on us as women and as, as mothers to make our children proud, just as they are making us proud. We should I be agree. able to make them proud. Yeah. Thank you with my girls too. Like when I get my nails done yeah. and when I do my makeup and things like that, like now they watch me and they know what I'm doing. And like yeah. they're watching me. Yeah. They watch like, ooh, like if they don't see me when I dress up in my room and I come out, mm. they every time if they don't yeah. miss it, they're like, ooh, mommy, you look yeah. beautiful beautiful yeah mommy you look beautiful and i love that because they know i tell them that i tell them that constantly Mm -hmm. because i don't want somebody else telling them them. i want them them to hear from us that they look beautiful even because we're natural hair girls over here so Mm -hmm. when i take their hair out their braids out i tell them how gorgeous their hair is so that they don't feel inferiority complex that what they have is not good Exactly. And they want somebody else's, you know, skincare, yeah. Thing yeah. Of like, whatever. So I always tell them that, like, you look, you, I love what you're wearing today. I love how you put these colors together. Yes. And I compliment them. So yeah. definitely. And like I said, it starts from when they are young. This thing did not start from me with me. My mom, when go, Sunday best, oh, on Sundays, everyone knows this at my church. I'm always like, I just dress up because. I just, it's just in me to yeah. just dress up and like being confident in your own skin. Exactly. And then the makeup is what enhances the exactly. beauty. Exactly. Because sometimes I've learned to just do some things without makeup and I feel great about it. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm good yeah. because when I put on my makeup, then I know I, I like, you know, yeah. and that's how I look at it. Like it's not because I put on my makeup doesn't mean that, oh, I, I can't live without this. Mm-hmm. I'm already confident in my skin, skin that I'm okay not putting on my makeup. And that's another thing too that, you know, when it comes to beauty and and just confidence in general, it, it, it goes so many ways, but like it just starts within. It starts exactly. within exactly. before it becomes an outward thing. Because yeah. if you don't fix that within yourself, and that's where inferiority complex comes in. If you don't fix that within yourself, if you don't feel fix those fears and doubts that are constantly telling you that you can amount to be nothing, mm-hmm. you're this, you're ugly, you're this, that, that the way your accent is is like rubbish. Mm-hmm. If you don't fix that, mm-hmm. you're not gonna go anywhere. 
I don't I'm telling you, I used to be so scared about my accent. This is that, this is I said no. I love my culture. I would never trade it for nothing. And I talk about it very confidently. And that's what makes uh, because I want you to know that what I what I have is better than what you got. Exactly. Exactly. You exactly. tell me what I'm carrying is better than what you have. So there's, there's a thing that says you are dressed by okay, so people actually treat you the way you want them to treat you. Yes. So if you want them to treat you with respect, you have to carry yourself oh, with respect. I and agree. For them to know that they have to treat you with respect. Yeah. If you want to be respected, is the way you carry yourself. That is how you, what you're going to get in return. So it's actually what you give out is what you're getting in return. Exactly. I agree. I definitely agree. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. It's been lovely. I think we've shared a lot of things. We've said a lot of things today about motherhood. Um, about, uh, about the way we should carry ourselves. We've talked about we've talked about a few other things that I think are all well really good. And I just want to share with everyone who's listening is, you know, just your journey is your journey. Do not ever compare your journey. If you're a mom, if you're a single person, dad, don't ever compare your journey with anybody else. Um, and don't give up. Just know that whatever you're, you encounter, whatever struggles you encounter right now, is gonna help you, is gonna strengthen you, is gonna empower you to become your better of you. It's gonna exactly. help you become a better exactly. version of you. So exactly. don't give up, just stay focused, stay encouraged, stay motivated, and just know that we're cheering for you. Yeah, that's great. That's crazy. Good. We're cheering for you, really. And I think that whatever yeah. you're going through, know that you're not alone. Others have been there and then they've made it. So just trust that you also come out of it successfully. And I will respond back or whatever questions you have, please make sure you reach out to me um, or Sheila. We're here to help you. Do you want yeah. to put your blog out there as well? Because you have interesting things on that blog. So if you want to put a link yeah. out there. Yes, www.adakoinspires.com. So it's Adaco Inspires. Everything is Adaco Inspires. I even have some clips on YouTube as well, but I haven't um, been back. But I, eventually, if you want to go back and watch a lot of the story, um, you know, videos that I've made, you can go back and watch. Everything is Adaco Inspires. And the blog is www.adacoinspires.com. Great, great. It's yes. been having you, Adaco. Oh, and hopefully we'll be able to bring you back again to talk more about women and uh, lifestyle yes when i let's do it i'm here for it i want to do it and and we can even talk offline as well so definitely i'm excited about it <laughs> so if you've been listening in this is season two episode 16 of our podcast series where we've been bringing your way seasoned guests with inspiring real life stories to share with us do not miss out on all these lovely experiences subscribe and be notified when a new episode is released we have a video presentation of this episode on our YouTube channel. Just search for podcast with Sheila on YouTube and you'll find us. Until we meet again in a fortnight, have a brilliant week.